0: Hello, hello, welcome to the Bali Effect. This is Preeti Tana. And this is Dee Perry. Preeti, don't you mean welcome back? Welcome back to the Bali <laughs> <to> Effect the- <laughs> Season 2. What's up, D? Season 2! What?
1: I mean, did we ever actually finish Season 1? Like,
0: what <laughs> was the arbitrary end of Season 1? Um, was it arbitrary though, or did the world just go nuts? Well, did we. You- We actually uh, um, posted our last episode July 5th. I remember this because uh, I I took July 6th, that week off, and I ended up not feeling well. But I remember um, July 5th, and it was 23 episodes, I believe. That is sensational. I'm like,
1: how do we even have that much to talk about?
0: (laughs) Well, we... We always have so much to talk about, and we had some fabulous guests on season one. But I think, you know, what was interesting is that we decided to end season one because um, at that point, I just wanted a break.
1: I think everybody wanted a break, and I fully respected that decision. At the time, we didn't know how long the break was going to be. But so much has unfolded and so much ended up happening throughout the summer uh, that I certainly got to a point of, I can't, I just, I can't, I can't get back in front of the camera. I can't get to the mic. I don't want to spill over what I'm experiencing onto these good, what are, what are we up to now? Eight people who listen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe two I got to say- 10 okay cool 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 10 10 10 um but i can say that you know right now here to, like doing this with you i have that song in my head like reunited and it feels so good it this this feels great this is the highlight of my day definitely my week my month my so thank you again preeti cuz oh i my so thank I'm you D. so
0: much better than i am. <laughs> just, we just, just we being will be here right now it, it's true. It is the highlight of my week. And what's so interesting is, um, you know, we got into a rhythm, right? There was a rhythm and I knew every week. And even when we had that little bit of a, um, again, initiated by me, I don't want to do this during COVID. I loved going into the studio. I love the energy of meeting with people. And you convinced me at that time to do one of the Skype um, sessions. let's just do one and talk about things. And what was so interesting about that is um, Skype and having these videos actually turned out to be such a beneficial uh, little asset to our, our Bali effect you know, media. So I think, I think it's so interesting how um, you know, things that you maybe feel as though aren't exactly what you want turn out to be exactly what you need. Even in a pandemic? Even in a pandemic, but... Um, that's a word, that's a word right there. I, for one, first of all, I want to just also say that I love when you sing on any of our podcasts. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, is that making the real? <laughs> it is, because I was, I didn't know how it was going to happen. It organically happened. <laughs> but this morning I thought, can I get her to sing a few tunes today? Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would be amazing. But, <laughs> you sent me um, them telepathically. <laughs> I'll say there we're we're connected. But I I'm so happy to see you here on the Bali Fact and happy to be semi-kicking off season two and um, seeing your smiley, beautiful face because I think we had a rough summer.
1: Oh, we all had a rough summer. I don't know who didn't have a rough summer, and not in the sense of cut catastrophe struck every household. But even if you still, you know, have your team in place and, you know, things are mostly okay, it's been a rough summer for the world. I I will go so far as to say that it it has been hard. And you know what I realized? And I do have questions for you, Prithi.
0: I See, I, you know, this. I just want everyone to know that when we D and I prep for these podcasts, even if it's just the two of us, we spend a little time chatting about what we want to accomplish and how we want to show up. And I said to D a couple days, I don't even know when we talked about this one, but I said to her, oh, wh- what about coming up with questions for each other? And D paused for a moment and sort of as usual Got on board, you know. Maybe there was a little bit of, oh, come on, breathey. Let's just get on <laughs> Let's just rip. Come on. <laughs> but as usual, guess who has questions? D has the questions, and guess who did not do any questions?
1: You know what? That's all right though, because <laughs> I don't want to share nothing anyway. So you're on. No. The- <laughs> but you know, I I did say to her, I was like, well, do you want me to let you know what they are ahead of time? And she's like, no, no. I was like, okay, so this is purely spontaneous. But before I even get into that, um, well, you know what? Maybe I will integrate some of the questions that I'm asking you uh, into my own, you know, uh, self commentary. Because, yeah, yeah, I, I have thoughts on things as well. But just in general, Preeti, how how did the summer go for you?
0: I think to your point, like everyone else, it was it's it was moment by moment, day by day. I think there were some really good moments. I hope we all had some of those, and there were you know definitely moments of all the negative or bad emotions. You know, some sorrow and disappointment. Um, I think we all you know take every step every day through this pandemic and really want our normal quote lives back and that varies for you know all of us what our normal lives look like so interesting how humans um can really adapt so quickly too to such tremendous change but i think the summer really marked uh, a significant point where there was a realization that this would be the new way of life there was no temporary in the beginning there might have been a okay this will be fine by december we'll be okay by november um and and every couple weeks or even days there would be this reminder of um and it was maybe a big reminder of we're not going back to the office until 21 you know the summer of 21 or a small reminder of my apple watch saying you know you haven't you've you need to move <laughs> because mm. you've been mm-hmm. stationary and i think um I, I, think that it was, it wasn't, you know, I, I mentioned I got, I got sick, yeah. I thought it was COVID. It was, yeah. um, that week and I, <laughs> it's funny now, but it, at the time I thought, okay, great, I got it and let's get it over with and move on. And, um, I, I ended up not having COVID even though I kept getting these tests every couple days <laughs> because I was convinced um, and it turned out to be Lyme, um, which, you know, depends on who you talk to. I talked to someone yesterday and he said, oh, I've had it four times. Right. It's it's sort of Jeez. something <laughs> I know everyone um, just wear tick spray. But, um, you know, so there was there was the effects of that over yeah. a couple of weeks. And I really didn't feel that great. You know, I, I, I didn't. I fe- remember
1: I was so nervous for you. I was like, my friend is suffering and I Don't know why. That's a terrible feeling because, you know, I'm just wired to be somewhat solutions oriented. So it's like, well, what's the problem?
0: Where's the solution? Somewhat. You, (laughs) somewhat solution oriented. So in between the COVID tests and the Lyme diagnosis, I think there was about 10 days in between because 10 days later, I thought, I'm still feeling very sick. And so let me go get, you know, the Lyme test. But I mean, I just remember you showing up with that chicken soup or twice. So the first time um, it was the first time I had seen you since March yes. and you left yes. it out a bag outside of my door. Yes. And somehow they let you up, which was really <laughs> funny
1: because I, I had to charm the door, man. Don't ask
0: me no more questions.
1: <laughs> so happy to see you. <laughs>
0: And, you know, I opened the door and I had my mask on and you were down down the hallway a little bit. And, you know, I'm sure many of us feel this way. I just wanted to give you a big hug. That's like torture. That has been one of the the
1: sources of torture. In those beginning months for me, just not being able to just go home and hug my mom or my dad or any of my other relatives that I love back home and feeling like I'm stuck in this place by myself... It's its own mind. Fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. That's never been. <laughs> That's a case case oh, season two. Dee cleans Listen. up her language. Mom's That's amazing. Listening now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good. Oh. Okay. Mind meld. So that it was awful, and and not being able to hug my friend when she's feeling very very ill and and sickly, but it did. I, I distinctly remember the feeling of gratitude to just be able to see a friend because it had been so long since I had actually seen you. And I will, you know, refrain from getting emotional, but I've learned, I have had some Bali moments in this experience. And one of the big ones is hold tighter to the ones who are your real ones
0: and let everything else go. But we can answer that later. I was Wait, wait. What an interesting um, concept here, right? Uh, I wonder, and I'll ask you this question, the ones that you love or the ones that are important to you are holding on to the ones that bring so much joy to your life. Did those people change over the course of this pandemic? Did you find, or, you know, I'm not even gonna, over the course of life in 2020, I should say. I'm, January and February, I don't even remember, so let's just call it the entire year of, yeah. of that living like this. <laughs> right, but um, were you were you interested to, to unearth a little bit um, who you thought would be in your core pod during this time versus who ended up showing up for you versus who didn't? Mm-hmm. You just came up with that on the spot? Yeah, I did. Well, I was, I've had some of those experiences. So I don't, you don't have to answer, but it just, it's, no, I
1: will answer. I will definitely answer. Go. No, I did not want to go there at all. I am learning about myself. Well and I knew this before. I'm pretty happy go lucky. I'm mm. I'm sunny side up. I I'm gonna look for that silver lining. If it kills me, you know, where where's the rainbow in the cloud, as Maya Angelo liked to say. And so it wasn't something that I consciously was thinking, okay, we're going into rough terrain. So <laughs> who's really, you know, who who is my ride or die? However, as time goes on and as things just progress and, and things become more challenging people show you who they are what's in them it's it's the bag syndrome like once the hot water hits you see what's on the inside yeah. and i truly have seen things that have astonished me in beautiful ways and in devastating ways mm-hmm. and i know you know for this break that we have taken, you know, in the beginning, it it was you saying, "I, I need a break, which I was fine with, but you were ready to come back by the end of the summer. And that's when I really started to fall apart. And I was like, I can't do it. I just can't. And that was for many reasons. One of them being the grief that I was experiencing, um, from realizing that, uh, relationships that I thought were truly going to be lifelong really were seasonal in nature. And that's a hard realization for somebody like me who wants Mm -hmm. to just everybody for forever. You know, as long as you're not like trifling trash, like I'll be cool with (laughs)
0: you. (laughs) Got rid of all the trifling (laughs) trash. Yeah. They're gone. That's
1: like the bright line. Right. But then, you know, you have some experiences where it's just, you know, wow, uh, this, the values are just not aligned. And this really is not something that I can carry on um, with. It's only going to be to my detriment. That one has been hard Mm -hmm. and it is a loss, you know, on some, I guess, theoretical level, you can say, well, no, it's, it's not really a loss because you have a, a more finely pruned bush or whatever. But for me, it's, it's, I don't know what the analogy is. (laughs) I I (laughs) I love that metaphor. (laughs) You know, it's like the dead branches are cut off. So you have like this vibrant thing that can blossom with new flowers. Like I get all of that in my head, but in my heart, there is still the feeling of, because what I can say, I am decisive. So once I get to that point where I can't take any more of an individual, that really is probably after something very big that has happened, and, and and I'm gonna throw that into the vault of good times and happy memories. I do not revisit that often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there was grief involved. There still is grief involved, and that was compounded by everything else going on. I think this is the first time for me, and I'm curious to know about you, where I really have felt that the affairs of a political election have had a really suffocating impact on my daily existence. Mm-hmm. And all of the politics, you know, there's there's a presidential election coming up in just in under two weeks at this point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And things that were happening the, the number of people who have gotten sick and, and, you know, the the different narratives that are swirling around and the energy that is out there is largely being flooded, you know, into the airwaves because there are people competing for power and that noise and what it brought out in people and has brought out in people has been really hard on me. It has been very, very hard on me. Um, the the absence of justice for people who are the victims of police brutality mm-hmm. has been really hard on me, and I just I all of it I just I start to crack under it, mm. and uh, if if I could, you know I
0: I'm supposed to be asking you questions. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, I, I I there's so many things that I want to bring forth on every moment that you just discussed, you know, I, I was very cognizant that the time we were going through and the injustice happening in the world, um, and the polarization, if you will, uh, had a tremendous impact on you. Mm -hmm. And one of the emotions that I hadn't felt in great depth before um, this period of time in all of our lives is, is grief. And it took me a while to understand that that is the emotion I was feeling, whether it was loss of a life that I had created loss of a life that I hadn't created and, and suddenly felt the, the extreme isolation and really heart pining for a family that I never thought I wanted. Um, but grief overwhelmed me, and when I couldn't articulate what it was it it really um was very hard to breathe, you know, and it was hard to move and I'm sure people listening to this are you know come from all different parts of life. you know, I still had to show up mm-hmm. um for work and for, for my family, you know, for my parents. And, and I still had to go through every day. You know, I didn't feel like I had the moment to sort of crawl under the covers and, you know, peek out when everything passed. But part of the grief was really not knowing how to support people or not knowing how to show up. And those, those, I've never had a situation where I, I, don't know how to show up for someone. And so I want, you know, to take this moment to acknowledge, I I would think about you often, you know, being a black woman or being an Indian woman was never part of, we never sat down and talked about what it meant to move through life individually as women of color, as a black woman. And, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know, um, you know, part of me felt very upset that that wasn't a conversation that we had had. Um, but I want to ask you in all of this, you know, what, what does make it livable right now? You know, what does, because part of, you know, Part of the entirety of the conversation of who showed up and who didn't and who was there to support and grief and loss, um, it's poignant and it's difficult and it's quicksand. Yeah. What were some of the things that helped you move through those moments?
1: My spirituality for sure, Um, that has provided a level of escape, if you will, Mm -hmm. Um, clearly not like physically can't really go anywhere. However, without being able to travel, I have taken some time to just get to nature. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, when I'm in the When I'm just surrounded by trees or I can just stare out at water for for long periods of time without distraction, I'm reminded of the presence of how vastly enormous this, people use the word all the time, universe, world, is the creator and the force behind all of that. And I'm reminded that this, everything that we're experiencing as crushing as it is really is temporary, even though it feels relentless. Uh, and for me it was just when you start to kind of feel a bit of, you know, uh, stability coming back after witnessing another horrible atrocity, there's another one, you know, mm-hmm. making the headlines and you just, it just started to feel like a barrage of just punches, um, for reasons that were unnecessary and reasons that were completely inhumane and cruel and, and all of that. Uh, and so, just spending a lot of time in prayer and, and being re- connected to my source, you know, yeah. that I think is the source for all of us, whatever spiritual language you want to connect to it to, that kind of took me out of the horribleness of it. And also, it's an immediate reminder of the beauty that still exists. Yeah. alongside the immediate treachery, Yes. you know, that we see. And mm-hmm. so it's like, it's not all bad. And then the love, and I think these are connected, the love that I have experienced, I believe from that same source that knew I needed a love rush yes. in huge ways. <gasps> a love rush. A love rush. I and love that. I, I must say, I, I I'm calling you on hui, another four-letter, five-letter word, um, about, I don't believe it when you say you don't know how to show up for people because, Preeti, the way in which you exhibited your love, I will, if, gosh, I never want to think about this. I, I don't even want to think about this. If there ever comes a day when, if you and I ever were to fall out play this episode back and say, I will love you until my soul reaches the stars because of the love that you have shown me over these last couple of months. We
0: we weren't going to cry. We said we weren't going to cry. Listen, well, you know what it is? The other reason why I needed
1: a break was because I have had a body moment. I've had a pivotal realization Cause we're bringing to to brand. Brand. Again, it
0: back right? <laughs> again, some, some things will stay consistent in season two, such as D always bringing it back to brand. I love it. <laughs> I never do. Hey, okay, I, tell me, what was also, your ball what was your pivotal moment
1: that I am not real. I am not comfortable really sharing my sadness with people. And it's not because I just want to be all obscure or just hide. In my limited experience, I hope there's a lot more to go, but in my limited experience, not many people really can handle it. Yeah, that, cannot, that is true. that's what it feels like, at least. And maybe I am being much too short-sighted and not giving folks enough credit. And if that's the case, hey, prove me wrong. At the same time, I have seeing the pain that it brings to other people whom I love to see me in pain. Mm-hmm. And then I immediately feel this need to to manage their pain. It's like, well, no, no, it's not that bad. It's mm-hmm. not, as opposed to, you know, I don't have the energy to not just let all the ugly hang out. So I just need, as you were just saying, just put my head under these covers for a minute mm-hmm. and leap as long as I need to. And you know, be slovenly and in sweats for a couple of days if that's what I need to do and unplug for a bit mm-hmm. until it doesn't hurt so bad. And then you know, you just take the baby steps back to functional. And I think that, you know, a wonderful therapy session, because um, I was saying I don't want to, do the podcast and and be all negative and sad and have people have to deal with all that like that's well, no we keep fun. it real we, we keep people. it real you know but we tend to be you know a little upbeat sunny side of the street <laughs> you know and so it's like, I was like they don't want to hear all that but then you know I received the insight um, that but maybe that will actually liberate other people to acknowledge that they're having a hard time too. And they won't feel so lonely in, you know, in, in whatever struggles they might be facing. They might be of a different brand, but struggle is struggle. And 2020 has been hard on everybody.
0: Yeah. And, you so, know, you mentioned something um, about, you know, who can hold your pain.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: some people can't hold your pain. And what I've learned is while that initial understanding of someone who you want to hold your pain um and you know, realizing that they they maybe cannot, um they can't hold their own pain. Uh. And so i I there's so much, um you know, every day, there's a couple things that I remind myself. and and sometimes it's very hard, but every day I think, you know, be compassionate, be mm. kind, and be forgiving. And I, you know <laughs> there are days that I, I really can't, you know, or I I don't want to be those things. But I have learned that, um, you know, luckily it's not a a one-to-one, you know, for someone that can't hold your pain. Well, it is. For someone who can't, there is someone who can.
1: Yes. And if it's only one, Mm -hmm. you are blessed. And, And that has been the surprise. That's been the other like, aha, oh my gosh, some of the people who I have like expected or hoped the least from. Like it didn't even occur to me that they would become sources of comfort and and support have really risen up. Mm -hmm. And I see that as a manifestation of grace. I really, really do. And you know, it's like a lesson in there is something
0: to letting
1: go wow yeah that is
0: i don't know if you were gonna ask me what i've learned during this time i haven't
1: gotten to a single question okay go
0: (laughs) ask me a question go say what you were going to say and then i'll get to the question i would um you, you know it was the question i maybe pretended to ask you when we were speaking of what we've learned during this time And the number one, I mean, there are many things I think you learn in isolation, even when the world was humming and we were traveling, there are so many teachings around being still and listening to your breath and, you know, and meditating, which I know is a practice for the both of us. Um, And so, you know, in times when you're running and going and living life, you have to take a moment to engage in that mindfulness um, there were many moments where, um, it's, it's really all I had, right? There were many moments when that quiet, um, was really the only thing that was happening. And so, um, and it it could be part of age too, but the one lesson that really cemented into my psyche, like really cemented into my body and my soul was, was the lesson of letting go and surrender. And, I believe that in you know many readings, you know we talk about Auntie Oprah, we talk about Eckhart Tolle, New Earth, um, you know the power of now. All of these, you know, I'm a big fan of of Gabrielle Bernstein's teaching as well. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them say, you know, the present moment and surrender and letting go. And I think previously, I, yeah, yeah, okay, get it. Yeah, I got to let go. But the minute I was hit with something that would stir the pot or move me over that emotional steady line, I could feel it in my gut and I could feel it in my heart. And I I had a hard time not responding or not letting a situation get to me. And the one thing that has come up this week, there were a few things last week, Um, I can't if I have no control and I cannot change it, I need to just surrender and believe that the universe or life, I have to believe the right thing will happen. And for the first time, and just, I would say, like I said, in the past two weeks, I can feel that. Mm. I believe it. And I'm not as, It's almost as if I was looking for that feeling, you know, this happened, this, this is, is this upsetting to me? No, it's not. Okay, why? I can't really control it. Whatever will happen will happen. Holy shit. I cannot believe that is the feeling I'm having. I actually cannot understand why I'm not more upset. And there was a moment where I was walking around the apartment, you know, sort of searching for the... For the you know usual fallback, and that that's it, you know. And gosh, I have to say, if I could, I could um, give a gift to everyone listening and everyone I know. It would be to have this same feeling of stay in the present moment and let go of what you cannot control. Surrender. Yes. yes put your best intentions out there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Put
0: your dreams out there make those lists, manifest, um, you know, meditate, do all those things. But when life hits you with that moment, that you cannot, you have to surrender. Don't fight it. And that- It's like trying to fight a, a tsunami.
1: And the amount of, oh gosh, angst, anxiety, worry, sleepless nights, stress, that takes years off of our lives, you know, neither one of us are young enough to, uh, I think be able to to be delusional about Just the reality. We now, listen, no.
0: I'm slightly delusional.
1: <laughs> no, delusional about the fact that no. the choices that we make can influence our health negatively, you know, and, Choosing things that just only bring grief, that's bad for your soul, but it's also bad for your body. Yeah. And what I'm hearing, Preeti, is that it sounds like you are experiencing a level of peace by just saying, you know what? <sighs> it's going to be whatever it's going to be. And that's what today, I I, I got some news today mm-hmm. that I have been hoping and fighting against receiving since December and I got the bad news today and you know what I'm like but I'm still here and I I can still breathe uh there's still food in my fridge My mom still loves me my dad still loves me he just called right before the podcast I love so, you so breathe loves me I'm winning <laughs> okay. you're winning it's not the end of the actual world and you know what I'm not fighting this anymore I'm just, not, I'm not going to put another, the amount of time and energy and I'm like, what's happened to today? Listen, ish happens. And, but you know what? Sometimes it's a blessing. So just going to keep on living, man, to borrow a phrase. Um, but I will say, speaking about the power of just surrender, it's going to be whatever it's going to be. It was important to me that we try to get something out into these airwaves because, there potentially could be a very big shift in the political atmosphere by the time we get the next episode out. And I was like, we have to put something on the record. (laughs) Let's (laughs) let's... record where we were and how we were thinking and processing um, before we know what the results are. But you know what, folks? Whatever it is, we still have ourselves, if nothing else. Everything else, like Preeti said, it's quicksand, but we still have our spirits, and we can always build out of that. Well, that's what that's what I need to tell myself, considering what you know, my new reality. But we still have ourselves.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know. I'm pausing on that because I would say this election is, is the, you know, while I've uh, surrendered to the outcome and I've done what I possibly think I can do to, to move that outcome in the direction that um, we wanted to move in. I'm saying we, because. Yeah. I, you, yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, but, you know, I am a little, a little worried, but again, it's a, Okay. Well, when when it gets there, then you'll figure out how to process that information. Exactly. exactly. Um, but I think I think, <laughs> you know. So who's, who is who is up there writing the twenty two? Huh, I'm sorry. Who was writing the 2020 movie script? You know what? <laughs> how about You're not doing it? We give them this big global pandemic and basically you know halt life for a little bit. And on top of everything else, let's make it the most aggressive, angst-ridden election. (laughs) The collective energy is, it is overwhelming behind this election, I think. Um, Yeah, Yeah. so.
1: And I think the simple act of, um, kind of returning to your question, and then I really do have one for you, uh, of just how to cope becoming, uh, acutely aware of the things that I actually have, uh, you know, control over Mm -hmm. and, and just focusing on those. And you know what I've realized gives me a strong sense of control. Now this is just me, my, my cancer sign, uh, is that I can control what goes into my body to a large degree. And so being very intentional about, okay, I'm only going to get this type of tomato from this farmer's market on this one day of the week. And I'm only going to get the fresh ginger from this little market on this little corner that I can go to and they're going to have just enough for me. And da, 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 da. and it's within the range of, you know, health objectives that I'm trying to reach and all of that stuff. And I can read a cookbook or I can go online or I can watch food TV. I've been watching more food stations because my little kitchen counter is my little globe where I control the world and I can control, you know, the, the size of the dice and I can control the, the temperature on the stove and I can control this plate that I'm going to eat and create in, you know, uh, within a 30 to 30 minute, 60 minute time frame, And that is an experience that I take pleasure in. And it is a way that I have been able to de-stress and it just makes me feel. Oh, it's not so bad. I got a delicious pot of fresh pasta to look forward to. Mm -hmm. Baby steps, y'all. Baby steps. Whatever gets you there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think think that's amazing, and and I'm sure many people feel the same as you do when it comes to you know controlling that environment of what they put in their body. I I might not be one of them (laughs) current
1: day, (laughs) but but maybe you can control where place you're gonna get takeout from, you know,
0: or what what kind of ice cream you're gonna choose to have
1: tonight that, you can do that that, that
0: is within that is, your grasp that i can do and i'm very impressed with your cooking cooking <laughs> show I, do you, I, do cooking show
1: hey i'm all for it but it would be like a slapstick cooking <laughs> show it <would> be more <laughs> yeah. like this this is the the like cut the corner way the like my my knife technique is very poor but i i haven't got hungry yet and that's a testimony in and of itself um pre-theme mm-hmm. What moments in this experience have been um, most pivotal for you?
0: What moments have been most pivotal for me? If you had to just like name a handful. like actual moments Mm-hmm. Oh, um I would say like a Bali moment. Yeah, do you think? nudge nudge. <clears throat> One of the the bigger ones uh, really has to do with family, and I, I'm pretty family oriented. Um, And I always have been, but as many of you know, you know, I tend to spend a good amount of time traveling as well. Um, Most notably every December, you know, I head on over to Bombay Mm -hmm. to get a little slice of Bombay life. And so every weekend I have been uh, at my parents and with my sister. And my brother-in-law and my niece and nephew. And they they said something to me uh, two weeks ago. I wasn't there last weekend, but two weeks ago. So just almost every weekend, but last weekend I was away. Um, and my niece and nephew said, Oh my gosh, Masi, we're so excited that you'll be here in December. You're not usually here, so you'll be here for my birthday and Sean's birthday and Christmas. And... I, the, this is strange to say but in that moment i felt so happy to to be able you know and, and yes it's because i can't travel but it was just a moment that i realized how important they were to me or they are to me but i don't think i realized how important i was to them you know yeah. i don't i don't i think you know And you feel those things and and maybe couples say this all the time, you know, I I know he loves me, but he doesn't really, you know, show me or, you know, and so I know they love me, but it really struck me as, you know, a little gift from the universe during this time that I can, you know, sleep over there every week. I mean, it was, you know, I left a pillow there and it was the greatest thing they had ever like, you left your pillow, that means you're coming back, you know, so... Yes! That was a pivotal moment. I think also, um... Actually, being okay with being where I am. I mean,
1: that's... If you've gotten that already in life, you Some people never get
0: there. Yeah, I think those were the two pivotal moments... Being okay with being where I am was another one of those, I get it, I read it, I understand it, Um, but I think it really, um, you know, infused itself into my soul just, uh, again, last week when I was away for a few days um, at a beach. You know, I just remember standing there, similar to your experience, looking out at the ocean and thinking, wow, I'm so lucky to be you know standing here looking at this ocean It was a day when the ocean was pr- very calm I had actually never seen an ocean so calm to be quite honest mm. um, still waters run deep still waters do run deep um but it, you know just the the I was like you're okay it's probably going to be you know a tough few months but you're okay That's, that's a
1: a Bible in and of itself. That is, that's a sermon in and of itself (laughs) because gosh, can you, can you just think how many trillions of dollars are spent trying to offer people things outside of them to convince them that they're going to be okay and it doesn't even work. I mean, think about it. You know, uh, recreational drugs or, or, you know, uh, indulgent foods or vacations or clothing or luxury goods or you name it. If you get this thing, then you will feel this way. I've even started to question why it is. Well, more broadly, I've started to question in this phase my own materialism. And not so much that I considered myself materialistic too much to begin with, but just the process of um, decluttering my home. I'm like, why do I have all these clothes? Why do I have all this just stuff that's just taking up space so that it's not, you know, as tidy as I just want it to be? And what I've gotten down to is because I think at the time that I spent hard earned money on it, I wanted it to bring a feeling to me. And what is that feeling? And I've, I've really, really, really tried to to dig at that. Like, what is it that I was trying to, to get or to prove by buying all this stuff? And what I've landed on, and I think there's probably more to it, but for me, it's the feeling that I don't have to struggle anymore. Mm-hmm. If I just have this in place, then it, it signifies that
0: I'm okay. And of course that's not the answer. But you know I there I will I will slightly contest that a little bit just a okay. little bit even for myself. I okay. I think you know I I I think it's very hard to maintain that feeling. I think I'm cog, you know it's it's a little easier when you don't have as many distractions and you're not running around and you're not going from here to here and you're not really socializing. And so I still think that it's okay if, you know, you can, you know, buy a shirt or a sweater or something that makes you give you, you know, a little moment and it's okay. I mean, listen, the first country that lets us in, I'm sure I'll be on a plane, you know, (laughs) and, and I'll be, I'll be out of here. But, um, i think it's really about
1: croatia that. by the way they've opened up
0: <laughs> they have
1: but they might close down in another <laughs> right. few weeks who knows
0: <laughs> consistently let's us in. um i think it's it's not i just i think i want to just make the point that it's not a hundred percent of the time it's, it's oh. an edg thing because um but if you can pursuit because it's a state
1: of being that's the thing and that's always in flux because we are always in flux um but I think for me some of this stuff that I have just given away and felt so much better giving away I was just acquiring um to to obtain something that was far more ephemeral in nature
0: yes I I wasn't contesting your (laughs) i just saying i actually don't believe you i don't believe that that it was more no for <laughs> my own um like wait i have a I have a we have 15 minutes left so i what? i have questions too i did oh. come some during wait oh. are you done with your questions we've actually touched i didn't actually
1: ask them but we <laughs> let me look here i think uh have yeah, a list? we've
0: covered a lot of them yeah yeah we, we've hit it Yeah, so go for it. Okay. What, tell me some of the moments from season one that you, and here, like that you remember, recall, uh, could listen to over and over again. One of the things during this period of hiatus that we've been on. Um, You know, I was trying to update social every Sunday with like a highlight pod of something that, you know, podcast that I thought was relevant and interesting. And so that would make me go back and listen to the podcasts. and some real interesting gems that maybe I was in the moment or we were in the studio. But what what are some of your, you know, your moments from that season um, that sort of come to life for you?
1: Okay, first of all, you are definitely answering this question after I do, <laughs> I, I will to know how you feel about it. Oh, my goodness. And I also went back and re-listened to some of them, just like on walks. Oh, my, oh, that's another coping thing I have found. I love just going for long walks, yes. like an um, hour, and just listen to podcasts. I, I will, Can we shout out other people's podcasts on yeah, this one? Yes, we can. Um, we support the
0: entirety of the podcast. Oh network. my
1: gosh! And not that it was an easy listen; it was actually very difficult to listen to. But I went on long walks and just listened to all of um, "Nice White Parents." The New York Times is one. Yes. Oh my gosh! Yeah. But anyway, um, the the what was your question? Oh, moments that I love from ours. Yes, back our own branding. Um, I I I have listened to your mom's episode like five times. And I love it every single time. I just do. Why? She's just, she's beautiful. And she is fearless. And she represents to me uh, that fearlessness does not get old. And every day I, I'm just inspired by her.
0: Yeah, me too. She's Sounds still every day. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. just.
1: Uh, also. I mean, favorite moments, they all are magnificent. Well, for me, the it's not so much like which episodes did I love. I love them all, and I, I took away so much from all of them. Um, standouts, the the episode that I truly, I, I, I cried afterwards. I wanted to cry during it, but we were still in the studio, uh, and I didn't want to, you know, mess up the flow of, of the, the conversation and we have to edit it out and all that stuff. Cause we are one mic, one take as much as possible. And so <laughs> I was telling myself in the moment, just hold it together and ball on the way home, which I did was Amit's episode. Yeah. The one by himself mm-hmm. when he was speaking about having to spend, you know, the, the better part of his life, feeling like he had no friends yeah. simply because of how his heart loved that hurt me deeply and that again it's like you know things that you hear and, and things that you know in your head our sisters our parents who you know who happen to have same same gender loving hearts that that pain and that isolation is it is not one that that i know but i felt it when he was describing that in a very deep way uh and again it's It's suffering that to me is so uncalled for, unjust,
0: unnecessary. Um, So that we know how how wonderful he is, and so to hear someone's pain, it's tough. Yeah. Yes.
1: Again, if he was trifling trash, I'd
0: be. I I think that should be the name of this episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just let it go. But you know, for people who are are
0: kind
1: and gentle and loving, and and. But again, hey, things can turn around, and he is in a beautiful, happy, loving relationship now. So, you know, if anybody out there is in the struggle, hang on because love will find you. See, I want you to now answer the question. There are so many others that I could speak about, but I actually I want you
0: to answer the question. I I think for me, my favorite—I don't have a favorite moment. I think overall, what what was a big high for me during season one was really hearing the stories of people that I knew and hearing about moments, you know, including my mom that I didn't know about Mm -hmm. and sort of getting, you know, deeper into a conversation with someone that I'd been friends with for a long time or someone that had been in my life for a long time. You know, the first couple episodes were people that we knew, right? Because it Mm -hmm. was easy to sort of (laughs) yeah Yeah, please we're trying to do it come talk to us we're just gonna hit record (laughs) Yeah. you know my mom saying yes yes i'll do a podcast and then on the way to the studio she looked at me and said what is a podcast you know (laughs) (laughs) i was like what we're recording in two minutes um so that was for me a, a big highlight and but also i in the season the period of time that we were recording I don't think I expected us to take it to 23 episodes. I don't think I expected us to have this incredible flow of energy and guests come on and really participate in being so open with us. And I got to meet people, you know, we did have a few that neither one of us knew,
1: which was incredible
0: incredible how, incredible. how, you know, Pia and, you know, a couple others who just sort of manifested into our lives to be on this DJ podcast. DJ rekka what? DJ, DJ Recca, <laughs> DJ rekka was one of our, <laughs> like high point, low point. Um, you know, we had so much, I think we were getting to the end of just exhaustion. And so like, we were so amped for this one, but that was such a good episode. So it was really, I've learned so much about Absolutely. so many different things um, and that is to me the if if the podcast does anything for anyone it that is to me the fundamental gift the more you expand your circle the more it's diverse right you can glean so much knowledge and not yeah sure facts you know book Book smarts, great, you know, things you didn't know. Daniel informed us of so many, you know, different areas of life that I hadn't even thought of in many years. And that was that was beautiful. But yeah, but also really. um, You learn things that just about people and life and how they navigate and your empathy level goes up it, to me, I I was I became addicted to that high that we would get or, Thanks. you know, that I would get after every episode. Um, Justin was another one. You know, you just you never knew yeah. what was going to happen, whether it was yes. my mom or your best friend or anything else. We just didn't know. And every time, even if there were some moments that we had to, you know, edit out or sort of review again, Every single time I left the studio, I left the Skype call, um, my heart was just so full of gratitude, you know, for Absolutely. being able to do this, for having you as a partner. You know, reconnecting. We we I hadn't talked to Doozer in a long time, so the podcast gave us a platform to reconnect, which turned into, you know, our first experience doing a live. Doing that live with Doozer was mind-blowing because – you know, we were actually communicating with people that I don't even know who they were. And so I God think is it against racism, that's Right? That <laughs> is against racism. we need to pick that whole series back up. Right. But I, I think for me that that those were I mean, it's so many. Um, and it's why I was so excited, you know, to do season two, which brings me back to a question. I'm going to ask you, what are you okay. most excited about for season two?
1: for all of that and more. Truly. Yeah. That's it. It is the reminder of the, I don't know, this is spiritual truth. Yes. Light can only extinguish darkness. Mm -hmm. Darkness cannot exist once the light gets turned on. And humanity is the reflection of eternal light, of God's light. And when we come into these conversations where we get to connect with people whose hearts are open, we try to open our hearts and open our minds. It it's like a it's like a sunburst for me. Am I like the way I'm feeling right now? I feel incredible. And I did not feel that. <laughs> Fifteen minutes coming in, I was like, "Oh Lord, let me try to try to do some jumping jacks to get my energy up." Cause my goodness, but that is—it's just what happens. It's like putting Starburst together. Um, Did you ever watch um, what's that, Captain Captain Power? What's the you know when our powers combine, Captain Planet? Whatever. Anyway, Wonder Twin Powers? No, but I'm sure it's a similar concept. But you know (laughs) when uh, one or maybe it's Voltron. I don't know. But anyway teamwork. (laughs) When people unite behind, uh, you know, the the beauty of just who they are and they engage in discourse. And it's, it is a very powerful and I dare say transformative experience for me because I constantly, I want to hear your stories. I want to learn about them. I want to see myself in relation to them, or see myself, uh, you know, as a a potential, I get inspired by everybody's conversations and journeys. Every
0: every single one.
1: Absolutely. And so I'm really just looking forward to to having the front row seat to the lessons that the folks who I know that we are going to communicate with are going to offer. It, let's go season yeah. two
0: i cannot yes. wait
1: well can we put it out there what one of our desires is to to engage our audience for season two should we announce that now should we hold off until later with the episode okay you're giving me a look in the camera okay i don't know what is that i don't a, know
0: i don't know what you mean like are the guests we want you mean yeah. that you not know, like the, the the open thing. How like we want to invite somebody
1: from the audience oh, to come yes. talk to us?
0: Okay. Okay. I'm like, is she getting excited? I'm not picking up. <laughs> okay. Um, we are we are opening up. We're doing an open call. I have to say that our season two list is fairly long. We we got together and put together all the people that we wanted to talk to, and so we have a good amount. Actually, we do we haven't, you know, they all haven't said yes, but we have a good list. But I want to put this out there. If any of you think that someone should be on The Bali Effect, or you think they would be a fantastic guest for us to chat with, let us know. And well, how you can they let us know?
1: Because one of our slots
0: is for somebody,
1: one of y'all eight, one of y'all eight, who wants to come and discuss pivotal moments in your life, Bali Effect moments in your life we are opening the floor for you because it's
0: it's just me and Preeti. We don't know what is out there, you know? Don't. <laughs> and this is the beauty of Skype. We can, it doesn't matter where you are or where you live, but everyone has a story to tell. Absolutely. Everyone has Bali moments. So how can they let us know if they're interested or if they want someone they know to be on it, Deedee?
1: talk about this? Oh, here we go. All right, nice tie-in. They can um, send us a direct message at DM uh-huh. slash, slash our DM into our on the underscore Bali underscore effect on Instagram or shoot us an email at the Bali effect at gmail.com. And yep. in the subject line, just say, I'd like to be a guest
0: or I know the perfect guest. So um, I cannot wait. I cannot wait um, on that yeah. note. I think we're done. Yes. Episode of season two. Here we go. Oh
1: my gosh. Pretty. I love you to the moon and back. I've said it before. I mean it every time that I do. I love you too. So let's go. All right. Here we come. Season two. Uh, Yeah. Looking forward to it. And thank you all for listening again. We really mean it. We love you. We send our love to you. We send the light to you. Keep on Pushing, because it's going to get better. Bye. Please subscribe to our podcast on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: And, of course, follow us on Instagram, the underscore Bali underscore effect. And we'll see you there. Thank you. Check us out.